Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Victory. We exist to honor God and make disciples. This is our Tuesday service, and we are glad that you can join us tonight for this uh, broadcast. We are on the second part of our series entitled Honor God. For the past week, we have been looking at how we can, with our lives, honor God okay, as a response to what Christ has done for us. Pastor Mike introed us into honoring God with our hearts because the truth of the matter is apart from honoring God with our hearts, we cannot honor Him with our wealth. We cannot honor Him with our bodies. It should start from the heart. In fact, uh, tonight, we're going to expand that a little bit because we will be looking at how we can honor God with our bodies. Okay, just a reminder for the people who are watching tonight that if you are or if you have a kid watching, uh, we may be talking about a sensitive topic, so please do guide your children as you watch this broadcast. And also another reminder, I might be stepping on a lot of toes tonight. So, ingatan po natin yung ating mga paa. And I hope and I pray that you will, uh, you will try to understand it in the lens of what the Word of God is saying to all of us tonight. So I want us to grab our Bibles and I want us to look at 1 Corinthians chapter 6. We're going to look at verses 9 to 20. But at least for the sake of reading God's Word tonight, let's read from verses 18 to 20. If you are there, click on like, uh, click on the heart button, or uh, just say, I have my Bible with me. I am there in that verse. Okay? So 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 18 to 20. It says here, Flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a person commits are outside the body, but whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. Let us pray. Lord, we just want to say thank you. We are grateful that we get to hear your word. Lord, salamat po, Panginoon, because apart from what we hear, Lord, from the media, from our society, Lord, there's this word of God that teaches us how to live right, how to live honorable lives for you, Lord. So I pray, Lord, that you will speak into our hearts, Lord, that would lead us into action. Anoint the preaching of your word tonight, Lord, and prepare our hearts to receive from you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. The Apostle Paul actually wrote this uh, letter to the Corinthian church while he was in Ephesus. And he was addressing several issues within the church. Wow, may, uh, may issues yung church, di ba? And it's not actually a, a thing of the past. Even today, in the 21st century Christianity, all of us have, have things that God deals with. Uh, in, in the case of the Corinthian church, there are at least three uh, issues that Paul is addressing. Okay? The first one is theological error. Okay? In fact, the reason why uh, the Apostle Paul would speak about communion and would speak about the resurrection of Jesus is so that they would have a good mindset or at least a sound mindset and sound doctrine on what Jesus Christ exactly has done for them. Now also, uh, being addressed in the Corinthian church was division among the church members. That's why the Apostle Paul talked about one body, many parts, and he talked about what to do when there are lawsuits among believers. Now, also, okay, the last, or at least the third issue that they are trying to deal with was sexual immorality that was rampant during their time. You see, the Corinth church was located in a, uh, in a place where Aphrodite, the Greek goddess of uh, sexual love, is being worshipped. 
In fact, yung temple po kung saan uh, sinasamba si Aphrodite nandun po sa Corinth. Now, sad thing also that people, shrine, uh, shrine prostitutes were there as well. In fact, it was a center of tourism at that time because people would flock into Corinth to have sex with prostitutes. And ito pa po, okay, yung sex with prostitutes are considered worship unto their God. Now, imagine, okay, imagine that kind of immorality that they were living at or living during that time. And this is the culture and the environment that the Corinth church was placed in. Now, sadly, the Corinthian Christians actually tried to at least copy what they're doing. In fact, they would casually have sex with shrine prostitutes over there. And kumbaga, wala silang nakikitang mali doon. Okay? In fact, in verse 12, when you take a look at it, they even have that uh, slogan, I have the right to do anything. I have the right to do anything. And isn't it the kind of uh, lifestyle that we are looking at right now? When we look at 21st century world, okay, this is something that, we are, uh, that people have been harping on. Okay, hedonism at its finest. May different varying degrees lang ng, ng hedonism. Uh, it's just a fancy term for self-indulgence. Diba? You would see this on how people would tell, tell us that uh, it's your body, it's your right. Okay? You can do whatever you want. You own your own body. Okay? You do you. Now, all these things okay, in varying degrees are somehow similar to what the current church is facing. Okay, we might not be worshiping a Greek goddess right now, but we are worshiping our own sinful desires. Now, that's the reason why the Apostle Paul was reminding the Corinth uh, church or the Corinthian church in verse 20 to honor God with your bodies. I hope and I pray tonight as we look at how to honor God with our bodies that we would be reminded as well of why we should honor the Lord with our bodies in the first place. So ngayon po yung pag-uusapan natin, there are two, uh, two parts. Kung bakit po natin kailangan i-worship si Lord with our bodies and kung paano po natin siya gagawin. Okay? So let's take a look at the reasons why we should honor God with our bodies. Okay? First reason is our body is not our own. Our body is not our own. In the latter part of verse 19 and um, going to verse 20, it says here, You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Okay, therefore, honor God with your bodies. Now, the Corinthians were very much familiar with the concept of bond servant. Okay, sa, uh, sa panahon ngayon, di ba, ang fami familiar tayo sa modern-day slavery. But when you look, uh, look at a bond servant in the context of their time, okay, it's actually someone who was held in a permanent position of servitude having no own rights. There are slight nuances lang naman po sa modern slavery. But at least here, okay, we see that there were slaves okay, during that time. Now, the Apostle Paul was saying here that, uh, implying okay, that, we have been slaves to sin, that we were once okay, slaves to sin. Now, when you take a look at it or when you think about it, okay, bakit paano tayo naging slaves sa kasalanan? Now, I am not sure uh, how, how, how you were or what your life was during that, uh, before you met Christ, but all of us okay, maybe uh, had gone through okay, several sins and one of them maybe is having immoral sexual desires. Now, uh, when you look at how sexual desires seem to satisfy 
all of us, akala natin satisfying to have uh, sex with someone who's not our spouse or maybe if you look at pornography. But the truth of the matter is when you do sexual sins or when you do immoral sexual desires or when you act on it, we will feel empty and hollow once we have done it. Maybe for some of us would feel guilty. Maybe some of us would feel ashamed. But okay, when you take a look at it, okay, the bottom line is you would feel empty and hollow after you've done it. Maybe you're not experiencing that right now. Okay, pero gan po okay, yung klase ng paninira okay, na ginagawa sa katawan natin when we sin okay, sexually. But you see, when we were slaves to sin, someone bought us back. So kung makikita niyo po dito, we were bought at a price. Okay? Now, sino yung bumili ng bawat isa sa atin? When we were slaves to sin, when we were bond servants to sin, we became, okay, we became free because God bought us. Binili po tayo ng Panginoon. Ang bawat krisyanong naniniwala kay Kristo, they have been bought at a price. And at what cost? Okay, it's the cost of Jesus' blood okay, being shed on that cross. 1 Peter chapter 1 says, We have not been bought by silver or by gold, but with the precious blood of Jesus. Now, not only did Jesus shed His blood on the cross, now imagine the suffering that He had to experience. The suffering that He had to go through. He was physically battered. Uh, he was physically, emotionally, spiritually far away from God. At that cost of us being redeemed back into a relationship with God. Now, in that way, sinabi po dun sa verse that we are not our own. Before, we were slaves to sin, but now we have become slaves to righteousness. We have a new master who is Jesus Christ. Okay? In Romans chapter 6, verses 17 to 18, But thanks be to God that you who were once slaves of sin have become obedient from the heart to the standard of teaching to which you have confirmed. And having been set free from sin... We have became sla uh, become slaves of righteousness. Now, I would like to talk to each and every one of us. If you're already a Christian and you are experiencing challenges with the way you live your lives, pure and holy before God, okay, listen, ito po yung sinasabi ng salita ng Panginoon. You are free. You are free from slavery to sin. Okay, you are free. You are already uh, you are already free from your past. Maybe from some of, uh, for some of you, you have been uh, wanting to get out of that mess. But somehow, your, uh, your past continues to haunt you. Now, the Bible would tell us that we are a new creation in Christ. We are slaves to righteousness. We have a new master. And that's not sin. That's not our sinful desires. It's Jesus Christ Himself. I know that a lot of us are challenged with this, but I hope and I pray that this will speak to us, that our body is not our own. It belongs to God. Now, the second thing, the second reason why we should honor God with our body is our body is God's temple. Our body is God's temple. Verse 19, it says here, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you and you have received from God. Now, tingnan niyo po yung mga katawan niyo. Yung mga katawan niyo po, iba-ibang shapes and sizes yan. But, okay, the Bible tells us that if you believe in Jesus Christ, that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. 
In the Old Testament times, when we talk about temple, this is the place where God dwells. Okay, because of sin, di ba po, uh, hindi po nagkakaroon ng direct relationship ang tao sa Panginoon because of our sinfulness and because of God's holiness. Now, God somehow made a solution for that in a, in, in a sense that God's dwelling is actually housed in His temple. Okay, it's a meeting place where people would worship God, would offer sacrifices to Him, and even would present their requests to God. There should be a priest okay, coming between them so that okay, people would be able to talk to God as well. Now, hindi lang po yun, dahil yung temple po, it's actually carefully, expensively built, and it's actually considered sacred. Now, imagine you po yung Old Testament times, Old Testament temple, it's sacred, it's holy, but the Bible says in the New Testament that our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. The same Spirit that Jesus Christ, or that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, is the same Holy Spirit that lives in each and everyone's bodies right now. Kapag naniniwala po kayo kay Kristo, nananahan po ang Espiritu Santo sa bawat isa sa atin. Now, is it something that uh, that God or that we accomplished for ourselves? Definitely hindi po. Okay? It's something that accomplished solely because of what Jesus Christ has done for us. He okay, who had no sin became sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God and so that the Holy Spirit can dwell in our lives, in our bodies. Kapag tinignan po natin yung verse 15 and verse 17, you would see here further, do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ Himself? Hindi lang po nakaanahan ng Espiritu Santo sa atin, pero tayo po, because we have been saved by God, we have been Christians, we have surrendered our lives to Jesus Christ, that our bodies became members of Christ Himself. Okay, now imagine okay, how, how Jesus okay, changed okay, our status from people who have been unholy, we have become holy so much so that we have been part of Christ's body. You see, when we talk about uh, sexual sins, okay, hindi lang po siya physical na bagay. When we talk about um, having uh, extramarital sex, if you're having sex with someone who's not your spouse, if you're having sexual relations with someone casually, kung hindi mo asawa, okay, this is not just a physical thing as what the media or the internet would tell you. Okay? There's emotional, mental, and even spiritual Okay, spiritual involvement in this. In fact, pag, pag pinagpatuloy lang po natin sa verse, uh, verse 15, it would uh, tell us here. Okay, sabi dito, Shall I take, then take the members of Christ and unite them with the prostitute? Never. Do you not know that when he, un, he who unites himself with the prostitute is one with her body? For it said, the two will become one flesh. You see, it's never about physicalan langan or it's about casual sex. It's never about that. But you see, whenever we have sexual relations or sexual union with someone, we get, we get tangled in that. Soul ties, yung tinata- uh, kung, t- kung tinatawag po natin yan. Okay? Maybe uh, there's, there's a vivid illustration that I remember during my Victory Weekend. If you remember a scotch tape, sa mga nag-Victory Weekend, natin naalala ni scotch tape na kapag dinigit mo yung uh, scotch tape sa isang surface, Okay, once you rip that off, okay, the, the 
power or at least the 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 adhesive would weaken its force. Hindi po magiging kasing dikit nung scotch tape kapag dinikit mo siya from someone else. Now, I believe na ganun din po pagdating sa kaluluwa sa mga katawan po natin that when we get entangled to someone else sexually, there are soul ties. No wonder some people, uh, they actually had a hard time giving up. Maybe they are not having sex with that specific person but they live their lives. It's as if they become dependent on it, they become manipulative, they become self-destructive. Now, I hope and I pray that this ministers to us in a sense that Jesus Christ had bought us back. That Jesus Christ, because of what He has done for us, the Holy Spirit dwells in us. Okay, the verse that comes after in verse 17, but whoever is united with the Lord is one with Him in spirit. Ibig sabihin, when we are united with Jesus Christ, we are one with Him in spirit. That we can say no to sin. The Bible would tell us that we can say no to all ungodliness. Hallelujah. Pag meron po tayong pinagdadaan ng temptation, pag meron po tayong pinagdadaan ng problema, and we would want to resort to defiling our bodies, there is the Holy Spirit that reminds us of what Jesus tells us. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and your body is united in Christ. Praise God. Now, the third thing or the third reason why we should honor God with our bodies is our body is meant for God's purpose. Our body is meant for God's purpose. Okay, it says in verse 13, you save food for the stomach and the stomach for food and God will destroy them both. Now, this is just a quotation. If you can see in your Bible, uh, Bible uh, Bibles na meron quotation marks, it's another uh, quotation that's familiar during that time. And they are trying to at least rationalize what they were doing. Okay? It's a slogan that meant that the body can have everything that it craves for, anything that it desires. It's as if para po tayo mga hayop, okay? na animals that, uh, that can satisfy our cravings anytime we want. Praise God that we are made according to His image and likeness. That we are made above the animals, to rule over the animals, to, to actually subdue the earth and actually take dominion over the earth. Tayo po is mas mataas sa animal. Okay? In fact, meron tayong pag-iisip, may sarili tayong will. We actually have this innate desire that has been put by God in our hearts to fulfill His purpose. Now, sadly, sin came into our lives and that actually diverted our life purpose. Instead of honoring God, we are trying to honor ourselves, satisfying our own cravings. Kaya po, makikita natin, people would chase after money, would chase after power, would chase after relationships that are not honoring to God. And at the end of it, they would still feel empty. Because the truth of the matter is, we are not fulfilling what God has called us to fulfill. The Westminster Catechism would tell us man's chief end is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. Apart from this purpose, kahit ano po ang matamu nating success sa buhay in those aspects, we would never be able to achieve perfect joy and happiness apart from glorifying our God. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, for we are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk 
in them. Okay? I would like to talk to all of us that you are God's masterpiece. Okay? You are God's workmanship. Again, your past doesn't define you kung ano man yung pinagdaanan mo, kung ano man yung, kung paano mo nakikita yung sarili mo. God sees you as His masterpiece. You are created by God to do good works. So let that sink in for a moment and thank God for what He or how He looks at us. Praise God. Now we have seen how, why, why we should honor the Lord with our bodies. Now we're going to look at how we should honor God with our bodies. Mga simple lang po, simpleng practical steps. But the most glaring in this passage that we read is found in verse 18. It says here, flee from sexual immorality. Okay, it says here, flee from sexual immorality. This is as plain as it gets. Okay? So when we talk about uh, fleeing from sexual immorality, you don't fight temptation, you don't fight sexual sins by fighting it head on. You had to flee. You had to run away. You have to. Okay, basically, kailangan po natin takbuhan. Ito yung mga battles na hindi po natin hinaharap but tinatakbuhan po natin. When you look at Genesis, uh, Joseph the dreamer was a good example of what temptation, running away from temptation looks like. Even to the point that when someone actually uh, is seducing him, he would run away from the temptation. Sadly, in the part where David got complacent, it did not actually, he did not actually run away. But instead, he lingered. Instead of him running from temptation, he actually dwelt in it. Now, for all of us, when we look at how to fight sexual immorality, we have to flee from it. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 3 says, But among you, there must not even be a hint of sexual immorality or of any kind of impurity. Now, pag sinabi ba nating sexual immorality, sino ba yung nagde-define yan? Okay? I would like to tell all of us that the, the one who defines what sexual immorality is, okay, it's not us. Hindi po yung media, hindi po yung kung sino man, kung gobyerno man yan, hindi po totoo. Okay, na sila po yung dapat nagdi-dictate. Ang dapat na nagdi-dictate kung ano po ang moral is ang Panginoon lang po because siya po ang may gawa sa atin. Okay, our, our standard should be God's and it is absolute. It is not relative. Now, when we look at sex, it's not bad at all. I, I want to tell you this, hindi po masama ang sex. Okay, can you say that sex is good? <gasps> sex is good? Sinasabi niya ba to sa church? Okay, maybe some of you get shocked. Okay, sex is good because it's it's God who created sex, but it's created in the context of biblical marriage. Kapag po tayo ay kinasal sa kung paano dinidefine ng, uh, ng, ng Biblia kung ano ang ibig sabihin ng, uh, ng marriage, then sex is good. Now, all the sex outside biblical marriage, you can take a look at it in the Bible, it's not honoring to God. Okay? So how can we honor God with our bodies? Number two, not only do we flee from sexual immorality, but also we take care of our bodies. We take care of our bodies. Now, I believe that for all of us, this is something that we should remember, especially during this pandemic. Marami po tayo mga nakasanayang habits. Maybe you, uh, you exercise, maybe you eat right, but because of the pandemic, kaya nangyari to, hindi tayo nakakain ng tama or hindi tayo nakapag-exercise ng tama. Just remember that uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31, sabi doon, uh, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. 
So I hope that we are uh, good stewards of what God has entrusted us with. This is our bodies, okay? And this has been entrusted to us by God. We are not our own, remember? We have been bought with a price. So as we honor God with our bodies, I hope that we are taking good care of it as well. Even the Apostle Paul would say in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8, that for physical training is of some value. Sana po tayo din exercise Whatever exercise you can, maybe you can just run, you can just walk, brisk walk, or whatever God, uh, whatever your body allows you to, I hope that you are moving at least. Okay, but ang important thing po dito is we know how to steward our body well. Also, hindi lang po pagdating sa exercise at kain, pati po tulog at rest. I hope that you are resting as well. Okay? I'm praying that for all of you, na uh, all of these things we would be able to, uh, to do. And lastly, number three, how we should we honor God with our body? We present our bodies as instruments of righteousness. We present our bodies as instruments of righteousness. It says in uh, verse 13 of Romans, do not offer any part of yourself to sin as instrument of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and offer every part of yourself to Him as instruments of righteousness. The Lord wants us to do a lot of things for His honor and glory. I hope that you don't get consumed with watching pornography on your mobile phones. I hope that you are not consuming on a lot of, uh, a, a lot of uh, social media requests from someone and having casual sex. I hope that you are honoring the Lord by doing His work, whatever God has called you to do. In Romans chapter 12, verse 1, sabi po dito, I appeal to you, my brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, present your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God for it is your spiritual act of worship. Now, all of these things, honoring God with our bodies, the reasons why we are able to do that and the ways we can honor God with our bodies, this we cannot do apart from the grace of God. In fact, I would like to read a, uh, at least yung first part nung 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Yung, uh, uh, I asked us to bookmark at least, verses 9 to 11 would give us a picture of what we were or who we were in Christ. He sabi dito, Or do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who have sex with men, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. This is a hard pill to swallow. Lahat po tayo may pinagdaan ng kwento before we even met Christ. Maybe for some of you, you haven't experienced Christ as well. Pero ito po yung gusto kong sabihin sa atin lahat. All of us are described in this one way or the other. Iba-iba po tayo ng basag, iba-iba po tayo ng, ng imperfections, ng, ng sins. All of us will never inherit the kingdom of heaven. We'll never get to experience who the true God is because of our sinfulness. And that's the sad truth. Anyon, Sorry. Two minutes, tuloy-tuloy lang. And that's the sad truth. Now, 
I don't know. I don't know about what your story is. Maybe for some of you, the reason why you're not able to honor God, it's because of the abuse that you have experienced in the past. Maybe for some of you, you have been exposed to sex at a very early age and you wanted to be pure and holy before God, but somehow this cycle of going back to that uh, temptation or going back to that satisfaction that you receive from having sex with other people, okay, all of these things, hindi po lingid sa kalaman ng Panginoon. In fact, it didn't end in verse 10. In verse 11, you would see here, and that is some, or that is what some of you wear. But you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. Thanks be to God because while we were still sinners, while we were still doing all these things which don't honor God, Christ died for us. And for those of you who have surrendered your life to Jesus, we have been washed, we have been forgiven, we have been sanctified, or we have been justified, we have been made right, and we have also been sanctified, that we are in the process of being changed into the image and likeness of God, okay, into, into Jesus Christ, into Christ-likeness. Now, kahit ano man po yung pinagdadaanan ng bawat isa sa atin, when it comes to our purity and holiness, this verse gives us a picture of how Jesus Christ redeemed us. My prayer is for all of us to ask God, tell God, Lord, I may have not been honoring you in these areas of my life, but I pray, Lord, tonight, as I heard this message, that I will continue to honor you, starting with surrendering to you. Why don't we pray right now as we end our time together? Lord, we just want to say thank you. Lord, we are grateful that you know us. You know us by name. Panginoon, wala pong hindi kayo kilala. Wala pong hindi nalilingid sa kaalaman ninyo. Lord, you know what we are going through. You know the cycles of sin we have been through, the cycles of sin we have been going through. Even today, Lord God, as we heard this message coming from you, Lord, we want to honor you with our bodies. I would like to pray, Lord, uh, pray for, for a specific group of people. Maybe you're in that category. Now you say that, Lord, I want to do away with that cycle of sin, but somehow because of my past, because of my, uh, my experiences prior to, to having a serious relationship with Jesus, this somehow hinders me from continuing to fulfill God's purpose in my life. There is healing in His name. Maybe some of you need to talk to somebody, maybe ask for professional help. Maybe some of you would need to talk to your victory group leaders or need to talk to someone who you know who knows Jesus. But I hope and I pray right now that before you do all of those things, that you submit yourselves to the Lord. Kasi sa totoo lang, ang Panginoon lang yung may solution sa lahat. He may not be removing that pain or not have removed that pain uh, before, but today, I believe that God is doing a mighty work in your life right now. Lord, I pray that you would heal each and every wound from the past. Maybe from some of them, they have experienced abuse. Maybe for some of them, they have experienced molestation. That's why they are uh, depending on, on uh, 
satisfying their desires through these, these cravings. Lord, I pray that you would, in the name of Jesus, heal them. Start to heal them right now, oh God. Panginoon, salamat po, Lord, that even right now, for those people, Lord, who have, who have realized that they are not honoring you, I pray that they would have the grace to come before you in total surrender and say, Lord, we cannot do this on our own. Salamat din po, Panginoon, because you are restoring relationships right now. Maybe for some of us, Lord, we have been not faithful to our spouses. We have not been faithful, Lord, to you. But I pray right now that this would be a time for all of us to go back to you. We are not on our own. We are not our own. That you have bought us at a price. Lord, we want to honor you with our bodies. Lord, we speak life to these people. Lord, you're going to honor their faith. You're going to honor their obedience to you. And I pray, Lord, that you will give them the grace, knowing that the Holy Spirit lives inside of them, that you would remind them of their identity in Christ. Panginoon, salamat po sa ginagawa mo sa buhay namin. We want to honor you with our bodies. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you.